Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. I guess I'll talk first this morning since Stephen <laughs> is not with us. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone show. Um, usually Stephen is doing this intro, but he's taking a little bit of break. And uh, I'm bringing in our friend from Three Geeky Dads, Mr. Brian Robopod Ramsey. Hello, welcome. hello, hello. Good <laughs> morning, you, everybody. Brian? I'm doing fine, Mike. Thank you. How, how about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Um, awesome. Uh, I'm getting ready for camping next week. I can't right. wait. For that. Taking the uh, R pod out again. Nice. Um, nice name on nice name for you. <laughs> I try to come up with a nickname for each one I'm on with you guys. <laughs> you, you're so clever. I'm not. I'm not near as clever <laughs> as you are. <laughs> but I, you know, I get that cleverness from listening to all your shows. You know, you, you guys, you guys do a great job. I've been really trying to catch up with you guys. I've been mm-hmm. so behind. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, right now your shows are a blur, so I can't think of which one. <laughs> when yeah. Well, you were saying you were back in March. I can't even remember that far back <laughs> and I was on the show. So, well, you guys yeah. did one on shining and I'm yeah. a huge shining fan. Yeah. So I was a little shocked to hear some of you guys' reactions. I know. I know. It, it, I guess it didn't age as well for us. I remember it being scarier as a kid. And now rewatching it, it, it just seemed a little slow. Wow. You know, wow. and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get I mean, the me wrong. There was still some really great and iconic moments in that movie, but well, on the whole, uh, yeah. I mean, it's Jack Nicholson, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get the, you get the, here's Johnny. You know, Absolutely. I love that moment. That is a moment. Wendy, uh, light of my life, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your effing brains in. <laughs> Such a great line. You know, that scene, that's an interesting scene. And I don't know if you guys talked about that. Because um, from what I've heard about that scene, mm. uh, Stanley Kubrick actually just just uh, uh, terrorized um, uh, Shelley Duvall. Oh, yeah. No, that's no secret. Yeah. And we did touch on that. He, okay. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he made her time on that movie a living hell. Right. So, Absolutely. yeah, so the reactions that she got, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys you guys talk about her swinging the bat, which was Oh, funny. yeah. But but her reactions were very genuine in that. She yeah. was she was actually scared out of her wits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, when I look at it, I look at it and those those ideas, those themes and stuff and I I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's still a good movie, but then again, oh no, yeah, no, it's still a good movie, but not my favorite Kubrick movie and not my favorite horror movie. So I mean, it falls. Right. I think we said it falls in the middle of the pack. Have you ever read the book? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Oh, the book is yeah, amazing. The book was amazing. I I agree. I agree. But but when I read the book, I see Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't now. I mean, he right. he owns the role. Oh, definitely. He definitely. absolutely does. All right, well, let's jump into a little bit of geeky news. 
All right. So for geeky news, I really only have one thing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I was I do like Stephen really liked that little sound bite there. It's very, <laughs> very 80s. I heard you guys talking Thank about it last, last week or the week before, and it's, it does bring me back. Well, when we started doing the geeky news, I was like, I got to find something, you know, and, yeah. and, and I was like, you know, we're very 80s centric. So of course I wanted, I wanted to feel like 80s news, uh, mm-hmm. 80s news real and stuff. So that's, that's what I came up with. No good news is good good news. Gary Gnu. Um, I actually had two originally, but I decided I was going to forego the other one because basically the other one was uh, um, Dave Filoni's new uh, Star Wars movie is going to be Heir to the Empire. And I think we really kind of covered yeah. that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You guys um, did a whole, a whole thing on Heir to the Empire. Right. That's so I figured eh, that's not really news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, which you guys even posted this and I shared it. Um, let's see if I can share my screen now. Bang. Okay. So according oh, yeah. to CNBC, Disney World's costly Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to close mm-hmm. in late September. Um, this comes as no surprise to me, though. <laughs> I, I had no idea how expensive it was until I started reading the article about why they're closing it. I mean, oh, my gosh. I looked, I looked into a, it a little a, bit. It's a, a two-day event that you you yeah. got to book into. Because it's right. a whole story that goes along with that. It, it's it's really immersive from what I understand. And I mean, the idea is incredible. It really is. $100 a person, person a night. A person. Yep. Right? Isn't it per night? Yes. Or is it just for the, for the two nights? No, but, it's, it's per night. That's per night. Crazy. And it's a two-night thing. So, I mean, that's that's $2,400 for, for a weekend, mm-hmm. basically. You know, and, and if you're a family of four, forget uh-huh. it. You, I mean, that normally if you spend that like that would be like a week in the park at a lesser uh, not a lesser because i I like most of disney's hotels but you know a less expensive hotel right exactly i mean when we go we always stay at the dixie landings uh, or what is it port orleans now they've changed it um we stayed at uh what was only ever stayed at pop century yeah pop centuries yeah yeah yeah. we stayed at the what they call it the uh um uh, discount resorts yeah well they got they got when I started going band. to Disney and I didn't I didn't start going um until like 93 um I was older and um at the time it was it was the Dixie Landings the Port Orleans and the Royal Caribbean ah okay and those were what was called the moderately priced hotels right I, yes. those were $89 a night when I started oh, going wow Disney. yeah $89 a night and that's why I started going and I fell in love. I the first time I went I stayed at the the uh Royal Caribbean. And it was a great hotel. But then the next time I we went I said let's stay here and I just fell in love with the at the time it was Dixie Landings and now it's Port Orleans Riverside and then they've got the Port Orleans uh French Quarter, you know, which oh, is originally cool. called the Port Orleans. Um and those two hotels are kind of connected and right. it is amazing. I just love it. I love nice. it. They got a water taxi that'll take you to downtown Disney. Nice. You know? Oh, it's so cool. It's so um, now at Pop Century, you can ride the sky car Ooh. thing over to, mm. to uh I think it where does it go? I think it goes to um, um to I forget which park it goes to now. I, I think it Magic goes to Kingdom? two of them. Magic Kingdom or or the uh Hollywood one. Yeah. One yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, the uh, yeah the Star Cruiser we never got to go to that we no we, I couldn't afford that. There's no way we did go we did go to Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. 
fortunately that was during the pandemic. So had to do the whole mass thing, you know, and, and oh my gosh, it sucked because, um, the Falcon, the millennium Falcon ride, it was, it was broken the day we went. Oh, no way. Yeah. I was so wanting to ride that Mm. and, and couldn't ride it. And then of course the, uh, what is the other big ride they got now? What was it? That's Falcon. No, Smuggler's Run is Falcon. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Rise of the Resistance? Yeah, that's it. Yes. Rise of the Resistance. You had to, you basically had to win a lottery to get into that. No kidding. Oh, yeah, wow. and, and we couldn't get tickets to it. Mm. So, so um, the last time we went was, was in 2019, just before the pandemic. Uh-huh. And we were able to ride Smuggler's Run on the Falcon. We did it twice. <gasps> and one no. time I was the pilot and one time I was the gunner. And at the time, the Rise of the Resistance was this close to opening. It wasn't quite oh. finished yet. So I think it was going to be opening the following spring projected, but then the pandemic hit and, you know, everything shut down. So they were, wow. they were able so to. So which did you prefer being the pilot or the gunner? Oh, the pilot. Absolutely. Really? The pilot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to pilot the Falcon? Are you kidding me? I, well, I've heard some people say that it's more fun to actually be the gunner than it mm. is the pilot. But yeah, because oh, I mean, shooting stuff is cool too. But I mean, yeah, just just to sit where Chewie sits, <laughs> you know, and 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 pull those those silver levers down, it's like ah, oh. Chewie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you do that? Of course. <laughs> yeah, you do a very good Chewbacca. I can't do Chewbacca at all. <laughs> nice. nice. All right. So apparently the Star Cruiser is closing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming that's because people probably weren't staying at it because it's just too expensive. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's yep. insane. Yeah. So it lasted just a little over a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yep. horrible for Disney. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. They outpriced themselves. Yeah. Okay. So you got anything for Geekdar? For Geekdar, I do. Yeah. All right. All right, yep. let's move on to Geekdar. All right. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> great Michael Winslow. I love Michael Winslow. He's so awesome. <laughs> oh, You'll you guys are doing a police academy. We just one. did uh, our, our police academy. We, we we skipped a week because uh, Derek and Tito uh, weren't available uh, the last week. Um, okay, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. So we didn't put out an episode this this past week. Um, but the week before, we started off our series of four movies, which we do every May because May the fourth, we like to look at the. Ice. The bad fourth movie in a film franchise. <laughs> so we picked Police Academy for uh, Citizens on Patrol as our first one of this month. So, uh, yeah, we, we had quite a lot to say about Michael Winslow. Good and oh. bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. have to listen to that. Yeah. Okay. I love Michael Winslow. All right. So I'll, I'll kick it off real quick. Um, okay. I only got a couple things for my geek tar. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is... Uh, I am a 2A guy, a mm-hmm. Second Amendment guy. Um, I do like guns a lot. <laughs> they are fun to shoot, um, and and I take them very seriously. Uh, but I've discovered a video. I discovered this yesterday, actually, and it's a nine-year-old girl. She has her own YouTube video that she's helped with her dad, 
and uh, it's called Autumn's Artil or Ar- Autumn's Armory. And this kid is just fantastic. And I'm watching her going, "Dang, I wish I shot as good as you." <laughs> she's, she's pretty freaking amazing. But uh, I, I watched several videos with her, and the one I liked the best was she has a, a 357 Magnum, um, which is pretty nice size gun a beautiful shiny gun too and boy she's commenting on how beautiful this gun is too yeah and and man this little nine-year-old girl is shooting a 357 granted she's shooting 38 rounds through it but she's shooting it one-handed i'm like damn holy cow that is impressive that's that's a hand cannon especially for a nine-year-old girl yeah, I was I was shocked. I'm like, dang, this kid is good. Mm. So and it's so funny. She she blasted a watermelon. Nice. And she had drawn a face on the watermelon and she said something about it being her friend. And oh, I know. Right. Oh, I looked no. I looked at my I looked at my wife and I go, if that's her friend, I'd hate to see her enemies. No kidding, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh uh Autumn's Armory. If you, you're into guns, check her out. She's amazing and she's she's very uh, respectful and she's very good with her gun. She knows what she's doing. She, mm-hmm. she treats everything with respect and she's just a lot of fun. She's a cute kid. Um, the other thing I have is striper related, which is why I got my striper hat on today. Mm-hmm. So uh, lead singer and co-founder of the band striper, Michael sweet. He has put out his third album uh, with George Lynch uh, George oh. Lynch, formerly of Dokken yep, and, and the Lynch mob and the Lynch mob. Yep. Amazing guitarist. One of the yes, best out there, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, the two of them have put out their third uh, album together, Sweet and Lynch. And mm-hmm. uh, what was the name of it? Oh, crap. I had another album up. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I should have had this ready. There we go, Sweet and Lynch. And it's called Heart and Sacrifice. Um, I, I love their first album. It was called Only to Rise. It came out in 2015. Their second effort, I wasn't a big, huge fan of. It was called Unified, and it came out in 2017. And then the two of them got back together this year, and they created Heart and Sacrifice. And so far, I think Heart and Sacrifice is just as good as the first one. Mm. So if you're into 80s heavy metal, uh, George Lynch, Michael Sweet and Striper, mm-hmm. check, out, check out Heart and, uh, Heart and Sacrifice. All right. So, nice. All right. Well, I had one, and you um, kind of brought me into I'm, I'm going to bring it around more to music as well. Um, Ghost, which I'm wearing on my shirt right now, the band Ghost. Oh, they okay. just... They just put out an uh, an EP called Phantomime. Uh, it dropped yesterday, and it's all covers. Uh, I think it's like five or six songs. And uh, the ones that I've heard so far, uh, they do a cover of a Genesis song. And oh. I think they just did um, an Iron Maiden song. They just dropped before the album dropped. Um, and those two are awesome. And I can't remember the name of the Iron Maiden song right now. It, it's escaping me because I've gotcha. had one cup of coffee so far. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's really good. I, I I really like this band, and I think I'm seeing them this summer. My buddy had bought a, a pair of tickets that I work with, and he's like, you want to go? I know you like the band. I'm like, yes, I do. So they're coming in late August, so I think we're going to go see them. Uh, so and- are they metal? Speed no, they're, metal? They're, they're, they're from Sweden. Um, okay. 
they look a lot heavier than they are. They're they're more like a, a I would consider them more like a pop metal. They're okay. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, I saw them uh, with the same guy that I'm going to see them this time around. They were opening for Iron Maiden about five years ago or so. Oh, nice. And I said, I, I love Maiden. So. Yeah, me too. And I had never seen them live. And this this kid's a true metalhead that I work with. And um, he's like, he knew all these bands. So I said, well, what's the story of this ghost? He said, ah, they're pretty good, but they're not, they're not heavy at all. And I'm like, all right. So we, we got there and we, we caught their act. And I'm like, these guys are good. These guys okay. are really good. They, they were a lot more melodic than I thought it was going to be. So cool. as soon as I got home, I started downloading some of their music onto my, my phone, you know. So I had their, their two albums that they had put out at the time. And uh, I, really, I really dug them. So nice. I've been following them. Yeah, but they're, they're a little irreverent because the lead singer kind of dresses up like a satanic pope. Um, <laughs> is it, let, let, me, let me adjust my camera. I don't know if you can see my shirt. Like it's, and I wore this one because it's kind of, uh, in, in today's scene, like the, the, the album cover for this one, he's kind of like a cyborg. Okay, there you, know? you go. But the backing band, you never see the backing band's faces because they all wear masks and they, they refer to themselves as the nameless ghouls. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, but they just got the really, yeah, check the band out. Check the band out. Um, ignore, ignore the iconography and stuff, but the, the, the songs are amazing. The songs cool. are amazing. Very melodic. Very cool. Um, and the second thing, or the main thing that I was going to have on my radar before you mentioned music, um, is Gareth Edwards just um, announced, uh, or they dropped the, the teaser trailer, that uh, he's, he's coming out with a movie in September called The Creator. Have you seen it? Have you seen the trailer? Uh, no. It looks really cool. Um, again, it's, it's got to do with like robots and, and, and cyborgs and, and AI. It reminds me a lot of Steven Spielberg's AI. Remember that movie that he finished for Stanley Kubrick? It was Kubrick's last movie and it had Haley Joel Osment in it and Jude Law. Oh, you guys talked about this on your show. Yeah. No, yeah. well, not, not this movie, but we oh. did talk about AI, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 About AI. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and th this has a lot, uh, of, it looks like, but more dystopian. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. It's hard. It, it's just a teaser trailer, but it got me excited to see it. So now, Gareth Edwards was the director for Rogue One. Rogue One, yes, yes, he was. Yeah, and they they have that like they if you look, they have like a a poster available online. You know that you know um, it, it says from the director of Rogue One. Nice, you know, Gareth Edwards presents the creator, and it looks really good. Cool, it looks right. really really okay. good. So I'm excited to see that. All right, let's bring Angie in because I think moderator Angie has something to share with hey us. Guys, hey guys, how's it morning. going? Morning. Morning. All right, so I, I'm sure that you guys have seen Alita. Yes. So I had heard that it was a manga before it even came out, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Oh, that's kind of cool." But then, like, I just forgot about it. And so when all the like teaser trailers and all that kind of stuff for came on i was like i really want to go see this mm. because i heard it's a really really good story it was phenomenal and i just finally now been able to afford to go and buy the book so i have been reading this the nice. past week i'm actually almost finished with it wow. <laughs> um cool. i'm not a big reader but i read like i could not put that down um but yeah it's it's a little gory like i don't like a lot of gore and stuff like that mm. you know so there's like some things in there where like there's there's a character that like kills people and eats their brains or something it's really crazy <laughs> no, it's insane cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> but it's a really, like, the story is really, really good. Uh, so far, I still kind of like the movie better, but mm-hmm. that's because I saw the movie first. Um, but it's, so far, it's really, really good, and it dives deep into her character, and um, so I don't know. I, I really liked it. But mm. yeah, I picked this up last weekend and I've been like, and I mean the artwork. So the guy who created it, he wanted to uh, keep it as true to the, its original form as possible. So you read it right is, to left. Yeah. yeah. And just Start some of the, some of the um, way he does the story and stuff like that is really cool. And they have like the, so I'll show you what, so like, this is the artwork mm-hmm. and nice. it's, and I like Very it because he looking. said he made sure to put in like the pows and the bangs and stuff like that because it would be really cool. Mm-hmm. But like um, at one point, like there's sometimes where you'll see like in color oh, and then wow. it'll go back to it is it is so cool. Like the artwork is phenomenal. But for those that don't know anything about this, um, so it's I'm gonna butcher his name. Just saying it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you could tell. Kishiro, and then there's an introduction by Brendan Fletcher, if you guys know who that is. But, but yeah, like it's just, it's, it's so beautifully well done. And like you could see on there, like how they have all the like the bang and the, you know, whatever. And then they have, um, at some point, they stick to a lot of the like Japanese words and stuff, and they'll have on the bottom. I don't know if I can find it right now, but they have um, where they um, will explain like this is you know, what this means and whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, but it is, it's so well done. Like just every bit of the artwork, I'm trying to find the one. So like, this is so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it's, it it is, it's definitely becoming my favorite manga. (laughs) Like I've read a handful, you know, cause I'm, I'm a noob. And so I'm just getting into all this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Like I have a feeling this is going to be like my manga that I'm like, you know, so it's, it's cool. really, really good, but that's volume one. So, you know, I'm like, okay, here we go. Uh, I know Mike, you're talking about like um, before on, you know, having all, you know, for your comics and stuff and being like, you know, your pool and this is, this is going to be my, <laughs> this and dice because mm-hmm. I'm a huge D and D nerd, yep. but yeah. So, but yeah, that that's what was on my gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think manga can get pretty expensive too. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> yes, can. can. My, my my daughter liked a few of them. I forget which ones I was buying for, but I'm like, oh my god, there's like 20 volumes of this thing. Holy! Cow. And they're like yeah. they're like you know novel thick, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. a little yeah, more than quite expensive. Book. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's funny because I started off with doing um, uh, fruits basket, and then I was like. I gotta take a break on that. It's getting expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I switched from that to uh, My Hero Academia. And then That's for the whatever one that my, reason, I put that down in. because I got busy with life. Yeah. And now I'm to this and I'm like, oh man. My, my daughter loves My Hero Academia. <laughs> so yeah. I know nothing of hardly any manga. So other than yeah. what Megan, Megan tells me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do know it's weird looking at the books because, like you said, Brian, it goes backwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you instinctively want to read right. it from left exactly. to right, yeah, right. yeah because that's yeah. back, so you got to yep. read it from this way. So it's mm-hmm. it's hilarious when it's sitting there. You think that it's like 
Oh, look, I'm almost done. Like, oh, cool. And then you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah. I don't know. My brain doesn't work right for that. Yeah. You got to train it a little bit. Yeah. And you instinctively want to read it this way. Mm. And like, there's a couple times where I'd be reading the panels and I'd like accidentally go here and then I'd read this and I'm like, oh, wait, Wait. that was out of order. And then I'd have Mm -hmm. to reread it. (laughs) I think. So yeah, it definitely it definitely is a process, but oh, yeah. I I don't know. I just I really like it. I almost I will say I don't know what you guys' view was, but I will say I kind of like mangas more than I like the traditional comic books. I don't know. Ah. I didn't think I would, uh-huh. you know. And I'm like I I kind of like it. It's yeah yeah. Well, yeah. I don't have a view. I haven't read a lot of manga myself. Mm-hmm. I I mean I bought stuff from my daughter. She's mm-hmm. into manga. Um, but as far as reading it myself, I, I can only go by traditional comics. So, right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. yeah. I, I've been following comics since I was a kid. So, mm-hmm. and see, I probably would have a different view if I grew up reading comics, Yeah, but I don't know. And like, I'm wanting to get into the X-Men because growing up, I watched the cartoon. Oh and yeah. So I was a huge, like I actually, but next week I'll, when I come on, I will have to show you guys my my purse that I got. I actually bought at the uh, local comic book store the X-Men purse. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a huge X-Men nerd. And so, um, like, I want to I get into the actual comics instead of mm-hmm. just, like, you know, since I've seen the cartoon 50 million times and all the movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but... Uh, but yeah, other than that, like, I don't know, like I'm starting to, I, I really like that. I really like how this is laid out and the story's really good. Um, the dynamic, like in the movie, you see where, um, oh, I totally just blanked on the um, Ido. Uh, so you see his, his dynamic with Alita and how he created her because of his daughter mm. and all this stuff, which is kind of like that in here. But he has this whole, like, darker side in here versus the movie. And Mm -hmm. you're like, what the heck is going... Like, it is is messed up. Like, almost borderline um, sociopath. And you're Mm. like what like it, wow. it's insane because yeah. like in in there he's so innocent and he's just like he helps people and mm-hmm. all not, yeah. <laughs> not the manga. Yeah. he's yeah, like no i killed uh, you know he he's a uh warrior hunter because he has this um insatiable thing for killing people and so that's how he without doing anything like illegal or just whatever and it's like mm-hmm. okay wow <laughs> so yeah but all right. Anyways, yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you, Angie. Thank you for sharing that. All right. You guys have a good show. All right. Bye, um, Angie. All right. We ready to move on to the main event? Let's do it. Let's do this. It's time for the main event. All right. Introducing in the red corner. Hailing from the DC universe, weighing in at a cutting edge of technology and armed with cybernetic enhancements, we have the half-man, half-machine, techno-wizard himself, the one, the only, the cyborg, with the power to interface with 
any machine, superhuman strength, an array of weapons at his disposal. He's ready to unleash a digital onslaught on his opponents. Mm -hmm. And in the blue corner, representing the Marvel Universe, weighing in at a deadly combination of flesh and circuitry, we have the cybernetic soldier, the living weapon, the indomitable Deathlock. With his enhanced physical abilities, integrated weaponry, and a mind wired for tactical genius, he's a force to be reckoned with in any battlefield. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a clash of cybernetic titans as these two powerhouses go head-to-head battle that will redefine the limits of human-machine hybrids. It's a showdown for the ages as Cyborg takes on Deathlock in a fight that will push their technological prowess to the limit. Who will emerge victorious? Stay tuned as we break down their abilities and unleash them in the ultimate battle of metal and flesh. All right. That's well what we said. Thank you. I, I almost said when you were reading the, uh, the the cyborg breakdown, I was like, you know, you could almost use the same uh, paragraph for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you practically can't. <laughs> I, I I have to admit I had a little help with Chat GTP with that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did I did do some homework using Chat GTP, so mm-hmm. I kind of cheated, but <laughs> I thought it broke them down pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um. So I thought we'd read off uh, a little bit of on each character. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Deathlock. His real name is Luther Manning. His okay. occupation is cyborg or super soldier. Um, his base of operation is mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, his height is six foot four, four inches. He weighs 395 pounds. His ed- his eyes are red and his hair is gray or brown. And uh, his first appearance was Astonishing Tales number 25 in August of 1974. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let me get the uh, cyborgs out. These books are too big to have both out at the same time. I know, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh! They're using the Marvel Encyclopedia. The D- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I've got here too. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. Gorgeous books too. Oh, they are. Them. They absolutely are. All right. So Cyborg, his debut was DC Comics Presents Volume One, Number Twenty Six, October of nineteen eighty. Um, his base of op- operation is Detroit. His real name is Victor Stone. He is six foot five and he weighs three hundred and eighty-five pounds. Um, they're about the same height. Mm-hmm. Uh, his eyes and, are brown. His hair is black. Powers and abilities. Uh, genius level IQ. Implants give him massive, massively enhanced strength. Armored chassis and Prometheum impregnated flesh. Try saying that a couple times fast. Right. <laughs> Provides a twister for you. Yeah, no kidding. Provides super. Superb damage resistance, sensors, and onboard processors, intercept signals, and hack uh, systems remotely, can create boom tubes and transport, can fly using boot boot jets, Mm -hmm. arms can be reconfigured into energy and projectile weapons. Um, His allies are Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, The Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, uh, Jessica Cruz, and Azrael Starfire. So we might as well say the Justice League. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His enemies are Darkseid, uh, Crime Syndicate, Grid, Malware, and Anomaly. You mean the Teen Titans, right? You said Justice League? Yeah. Well, uh, 
we'll we'll get into that. Okay. All um, right. And it says here affiliations, Justice League and Justice League Odyssey, and then I would say Titans and Teen Titans mm-hmm. also. So yeah, Cyborg they've kind of redefined Cyborg over mm-hmm. the last decade, I'd say. And they've actually made him one of the founding members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer to think of him more as a Titan, though, because that's where I was introduced to him. Same here. Yeah, I was introduced to him in that 1980 uh, Teen Titans number one issue, and I I fell in love with the character. I, I thought he was incredible, you know, and and he became very popular. So they decided to graduate him from the Titans mm-hmm. over the League. So. I like him as a Justice League member. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but I look at him as a Titan. He, to me, he'll always be a oh, Titan. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. All right. So let's get into this a little bit. Booyah. Booyah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if Deathlock has a saying or not. <laughs> I don't I don't know. He's definitely so, not in any cartoons, that's for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not quite up on the A list. No, no, no. Characters. Yeah, and um, he, he kind of resides in the C or D list. Yeah, I would say um, as far as like rankings go. Actually, I had forgotten about Deathlock until mm. you mentioned him because yeah, we did that With last the Iron person. Man versus Cyborg got right months back. Right. Yeah. So you brought him up, and I was like, oh yeah, Deathlock. I forgot yeah. all about Deathlock. Yeah. And then I'm looking into him and I'm like, you know, he's just not that prominent. He's really not. He's yeah. really not. And there have been quite a few people to take up the mantle of Deathlock over the years. You you we're doing you mentioned Luther Manning. Right. He was the first one. Right. So I maybe it's not a fair fight with Luther because he's kind of like the prototype. You know, I, I think as they they progress, they get stronger and stronger. Their their abilities are are enhanced. So, well, I saw one video this morning where they they basically in the late 90s, I think it was, mm-hmm. they pretty much turned him completely into a, an into an android. Okay. So he's no longer human at all. Serious. And, yeah, and then they pretty much destroyed him. And I think oh, it wow. was just to, to write off the character at that point. Oh, wow. But he has appeared since then. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's appeared in in Captain America comics. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's I, mostly he's, teamed up, and I think that's where I first discovered him. He was teamed up with somebody, right, back um, in the early nineties. Well, um, yeah, he's teamed up with Captain America. He's teamed up with Wolverine before, mm. which actually that's not a bad pairing. Him no, and it's not. Nope, not at all. Uh, Cap's kind of cool because if you think about it, they're kind of opposite of each other. Yeah, they're both super soldiers, but Cap is kind of like uh, the 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 program the successful version of the program and Deathlock is like the failed version of the program. A little bit. Yeah. Cap Cap is more like the ideal soldier. Right. Where where Deathlock is like the AWOL kind of, I'm, I'm a mercenary. Yeah. Kind of super soldier. Exactly. He also kind of has a background very similar to uh, spawn in a way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because he, he, uh, he's wrote off as dead. Yes. And then he comes back as a yeah. cybernetic and all his loved ones and everybody thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I think his wife gets remarried probably. Yeah. And which is very similar to the spawn uh, story. Spawn, yeah. same thing happens to him. Everyone thinks mm-hmm. he's dead. Well, technically spawn was dead. He makes, he makes yeah. a deal with the devil exactly. to yeah. come back, you yeah. know? 
So it has a similar feel to that. It also mm-hmm. also has a similar feel to um, uh, RoboCop. Right. Uh, he's he's almost identical to RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know it until this morning, but apparently Megadeth. Since we're since we kind of got into this music theme, Steven's not here, so I'm going mm-hmm. on music stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's take a musical journey with Steven uh, and Mike. Right. <laughs> well, this morning is with yeah, Mike Brian. <laughs> uh, so on Megadeth's 1992 album "Countdown to Extinction," mm-hmm. they have a song called uh, "Psychotron," and it's really about Deathlock. Oh yeah. <laughs> If you look at the lyrics and everything, mm-hmm. the lyrics all fit Deathlock. And it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to be like, oh, now I got to listen to this song more. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, on on um, on Adult Swim on the Cartoon Network. Didn't they have that that cartoon Metalocka? 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 Oh, Jesus, I can't see. <laughs> I should have had that second cup, cup of coffee. Metalocka lips. Metalocka. Um, lips and and they uh they they had uh i think the the fictional band was called death clock oh wow i don't no, know i didn't know this yeah it, it, but every time i saw it i don't think it's connected at all but it just reminded me of death lock every time i well, saw of course. it yeah of course. so so those were a couple interesting things that i found uh, about death lock so all right let's get into this a little bit so we are actually going to score each character in different uh, um, attributes mm-hmm. so I have a score sheet and my score sheet has strength durability agility weapons and gadgets mm-hmm. special abilities and tactical skills and we're gonna break down each one of those and yep. give each character their own score for each each ability and at the end we'll add it up and the one with the most points is the ultimate winner of this this battle. Okay. So we'll start with uh, Cyborg. Um, in my notes, I have Cyborg strengths as technological superiority. Cyborg possesses highly advanced cybernetic enhancements that give him access to an array of powerful abilities and, and weapons. Superhuman strength, Cyborg's cybernetic body grants him uh, immense strength, allowing him to lift heavy objects and overpower opponents enhanced durability with his cybernetic enhancements. Cyborg has enhanced durability, making him resistant to physical damage. Mm -hmm. Technopathic abilities. uh, Cyborg can, Oh shoot. I thought I had this broken down. (laughs) Anyway, I'll, I'll just finish with that. uh, technopathic abilities cyborg can interface and communicate with various forms of technology allowing him to manipulate and control machines adaptive systems cyborg's body is capable of adapting and upgrading itself granting him versatility in different situations so then we have deathlock his strengths are superhuman strength deathlock possesses Enhanced strength that surpasses hum- Norman, normal human limits, allowing him to over uh, him to overpower his opponents. Cybernetic uh, enhancements, Deathlock cybernetic implants enhancements give him increased speed, agility, and reflexes. Regenerative healing, Cyborg has a powerful healing factor that allows him to recover from injuries at an accelerated rate. Now, I didn't know that about Yeah, Deathlock. me either. That really makes him uh, go toe-to-toe with uh, Wolverine. 
Right. Yes. That's you why know? I said he's, <laughs> he's a decent matchup yeah. with Wolverine too. Um, let's see. Weaponry and gadgets. Deathlock is equipped with a variety of inter- integrated weapons and gadgets, including energy blasters and retractable blades. He also has a nine inch uh, uh, knife that is magnetically stuck to his leg. Yeah. I love that. That yeah. is awesome. Um, tactical mind. Deathlock possesses exceptional technical sk- tactical skills and strategic thinking making him a formidable combat in battle. So on strength, what do we want to, uh, now we'll go one, we'll go from one to 10, one being the weakest, 10 being the strongest. Makes sense. On each one of these. Um, So they could ultimately have a score of 60 by the end of this. Mm -hmm. All right. So what do we think? cyborg strength would be um i personally think cyborg would be about an eight i would i was thinking the same thing i would yeah, give him about an eight he's not he's not superman strength no um but no, he's, he's definitely he, he he could probably he could probably match superman closely mm-hmm. but definitely couldn't take superman out so i you know and superman i think is strength ability we would have to put on a 10 mm. So I, I would I would grade him uh, probably an eight on strength. Um, Deathlock. Uh, I don't really know his strength as much. I don't either. But from what I read, he doesn't seem to be as strong as Cyborg. Okay. And especially if, like I said, we're we're starting with the uh, the Luther um, version. Right. Of him, you know where where he's kind of the the proto Deathlock. Gotcha. Um, I would give him about a six, six? maybe six and a half. All right. Yeah, let's go with 6.5. Mm. All right. So strength will give him six. Uh, Deathlock 6.5. Cyborg will give an eight. Um, durability. Um, durability refers to the character's ability to sustain physical damage and mm-hmm. recover from it. Now, reading that being the fact that Deathlock actually has a healing factor, mm-hmm. I think his durability goes up higher than Cyborg's. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I would put him as far as durability, either an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't think we could give him a nine. I don't think we could give him a ten because I don't I think, think so. No, ten. Would, when you think ten, that would be Wolverine. Wolverine or Dead. Well, yeah, Wolverine. I, okay. I I'm trying to. I try. I, well, I, that's I, true. I try not to acknowledge good. Rob Liefeld and. <laughs> Yeah, he basically stole everything from everybody else. So, well, no. yeah, he stole Deadpool from Deathstroke, my favorite. Yep. And, and he gave he gave him everybody's uh, everybody else's powers. So no, okay. uh, let's stick with Wolverine. Wolverine was the original, the best, the uh, the, the never beaten. You know, we're gonna have to make a list of these who we put as the highest. Yeah, I, mm. <laughs> I gotta I gotta remember to do that. So mm-hmm. all right, so durability. We said what then? Uh, uh, for for. Deathlock. You start, you're starting with Deathlock for durability. Uh, let's give him a seven. Seven. Okay. And he's higher than Cyborg because of the uh, healing factor. Mm-hmm. So I say six on on Cyborg. Uh, that, um, that tracks. Okay. Yep. I mean, Cyborg's no slack. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we, if we if we're like like we we use for strength and we say like Superman is the ten, then Wolverine would be the ten for for durability right right perfect mm-hmm. i like how we're coming up with uh uh 
someone to, to yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yep compare our right. scale to right all right so agility um refers to the character's speed reflexes mm. and overall mobility mm. Ooh, i think that's tough well based on what you said i think i'm going to have to go with cyborg because i don't think deathlock can fly Good point. And I don't You're think right. Deathlock, well, obviously, I know Deathlock can't can't produce boom tubes where he can basically teleport to anywhere in an instant. Now, I did read that he can do some sort of time travel, though. Yeah. But but uh, boom tubes are a little different. than. Yeah, just, they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think agility we have to give to Cyborg. Yeah. Especially just based on the flying thing. Right. I mean, they can they, they're, they're both enhanced cybernetically. So, I mean, they can both move like super fast. Um, and, and get out of each other's way. But I mean, when, when you add the ability to fly into it, that just puts them on a whole other level. So, so I think if, it, I think advantage cyborg. Okay. Um, so maybe an eight for yeah. cyborg. Okay. Yeah. And then seven for Deathlock. Six or seven. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Let, let, let's give him a seven. Let's All right. Close. Okay. We're going to make this pretty close. Um, so I don't uh, our top agility. I think we have to go again with Superman on that. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, he's he's the strongest. He's yeah. He, well, he can, he's he can almost match the, the, the Flash for speed, and he, and he can fly. So yeah, Superman right. would be the yeah. He'd be the ultimate on that. He, yes, indeed. All right, one of my favorites: weapons and gadgets. Mm. Um, refers to the character's proficiency in using weapons and gadgets, as well as the quality and versatility of their equipment now when mm-hmm. we're talking tops on weapons and gadgets gadgets i think we have cyborg. to go well i mean i mean for our top very oh top, oh oh yeah well i think Punisher? Has batman. <laughs> batman or on the marvel side punisher yeah yeah i, I agree with that yeah. so so but i mean uh, do we want to go even further who could we go even further because i mean with cyborg he can create like energy weapons that's true that's you true. know and, and turn his his arms into almost anything he wants um <sighs> you know it, 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 <laughs> as, as cool as cool as a nine inch knife you know magnetically strapped to your leg is it's no match for that well yeah. true uh, and i know uh, he does have other weapons too but. oh Deathlock is he's got multiple weapons yeah just but like but his main weapons is his one pistol that he uses, right. which is like an energy blast pistol or something, mm-hmm. and then the knife. So, yeah, I think we have to give weapons to Cyborg, and mm-hmm. I honestly think we got to go ten on Cyborg. Yeah, let's. Do I it. mean, just considering the fact that he can, his arms can actually change into mm-hmm. the, you know Sonic, yeah, burn, Sonic, you know. Sonic cannons, energy weapons, anything ah. he wants. You know, even a blade if he wants. And then uh, Deathlock, I think we're going eight on. Yeah. I mean, his weapons definitely aren't as um, potent, but he does have the proficiency in in, 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 to use what he does have at hand. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, his skills are amazing. Yeah. But yeah. okay, so weapons will give an eight. All right. Next is special abilities refers to the character's unique powers and abilities that set them apart from other characters. Mm -hmm. And then in here I was reading, let's see. um, Let's see. Special abilities. Well, for cyborg, I think it would have to be the boom tube. Yeah, I agree. Boom tube. And apparently, um, let's see. 
Yeah, I, I would say BoomTube and the fact that Cyborg, Cyborg can connect to any machine whatsoever, mm. you know, and um, interface with it and manipulate it and interface with it. now Deathlock. He has technopathy. One of the cyborg, one of cyborgs, or wait a minute. Sorry. No, that's actually, uh, okay. Here's their special abilities. Cyborgs is tech technopathy. One of mm-hmm. cyborgs notable, uh, special abilities is his technopathy, which allows him to interface and communicate with various forms of technology. That's what we are referring to. And cybernetic ad- adaptations, cyber, um, his cybernetic body parts possess adaptive um, systems that allow him to upgrade his modifi- So that's what we were talking about with like mm-hmm. the arms can change into weapons and such. Um, Deathlock, he has the regenerative healing factor and uh, he has cybernetic enhancements, but they both have cybernetic enhancements. So I think special abilities, we have to go cyborg on that one. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And I say nine for for cyborg. Yeah, and I would say seven for Deathlock. What Perfect. Do you think? That's what I was going to say too. All right, all right. And technically, yeah, on this one, Deathlock definitely falls way shorter than. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, at least two notches down. You know, the more I look at this, and yeah, Deathlock doesn't compare to Cyborg. No, no. <laughs> other other the other than the fact that they they are very similar, you know. Right. It looking right. um you know they both have half of their head is 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 exposed the other half is cybernetic with a red eye the red eye you know? yeah. <laughs> it's, i absolutely love uh, the red eye yeah okay uh last one is tech uh technical skills which refers to the character's ability to strategize and think on their feet in combat situations mm-hmm. wow uh oh man that's tough too uh you know, part of me wants to, out of pity, give Deathlock this one. <laughs> a pity point. Nice. Yeah. A pity point. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, he is a soldier, you know, and yeah. he's bred as a soldier. Right. Uh, so I would think he would be up on different com- combatant technical yeah. you know, aspects. Uh, so I-, I think we give this one to Deathlock. Okay. I mean, that's my opinion. What do you think? I agreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Throw him a pity point. <laughs> pity point. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, as far as uh, tactical skills, I think is the highest level. We have mm. to go Marvel. We have to go uh, uh, Captain America and DC. I think we go Deathstroke for that. Okay. Um, those would be our tens to compare mm-hmm. to. So I don't think he would be quite as high as Cap and quite and quite as high as Deathstroke. So I say we go an eight for his tactical skills. What do you think? Yeah, perfect. Okay. All right. And then Cyborg, if we're giving it to Deathlock, I think we got to go a seven on Cyborg. Sure. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, he, he didn't start off as a soldier, but he learned along the way. Right. You know, right. he's had more of a team affiliation. Where where Deathlock is pretty solitary, you know, he's a solo um, character for right. the most part. Um, but you know, when you when you put somebody like that in a team, like Cyborg is, he's going to learn from the people around him. Sorry, I'm doing math here. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the, the wheels are turning. 
Is that smoke uh, I see on your screen? There? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. And got the total for Cyborg. Now we'll get Deathlock's total. Carry the one. <laughs> I'm cheating. I'm using a calculator. It's way too early to do math in my head. Uh-huh. I'm just lucky I remember what time zone I'm in. <laughs> Seriously, I started I started getting ready earlier and I'm like, oh my God, I've only got 15 minutes, but it was like quarter of nine here, which means it was like quarter of eight. You're like, <laughs> right. Oh, okay, okay, no, no, no. I've still got an hour. That's right. You are <laughs> ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is Steven. He's ahead of me too. So <laughs> we go through this all the time. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, that's your what time? Your time? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. So for the ultimate showdown, the overall total points. Um, I'll start with Deathlock. We gave Deathlock a strength of 6.5, a durability mm-hmm. of 7, agility of 7, weapons and gadgets of 8, special abilities 7, and okay. tactical skills uh, 8. And that comes to a grand total of 43.5 for, okay. for Deathlock. Now, I would say that Deathlock is no slouch. You mm-hmm. know, um, He is a, a formidable opponent. Let's just put it that way. Cyborg, we gave him on strength an 8, durability 6, agility 8, weapons and gadgets 10, Mm -hmm. uh, special abilities 9, and tactical skill, we gave him a 7. And he comes out to an ultimate score of 48. So, so yeah, uh, he wins by, what, 6.5 points. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. I'd say Cyborg is our ultimate winner in this contest. I so, had a feeling it was going to turn out that way. You know, I, I did too, um, but I still thought there would be a, a fun matchup. Mm. I, 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 I like this idea of those two. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I definitely like to see somebody make that happen. Definitely. Oh, yeah. that'd be so cool to mm-hmm. have a, do a DC versus Marvel and put yeah. them against each other and see what the writers come up with and mm-hmm. if it, it goes along with our yeah uh dc and marvel if you're listening <laughs> dc and marvel friends of the show right <laughs> friends of the show <laughs> another reference back to your show <laughs> i did enjoy that by the way that was fun um yeah yeah definitely uh friends of the show so um <laughs> I say Cyborg is our ultimate winner here. Agreed. Cyborg wins. Awesome. Agreed. Again. And in the words of Cyborg, booyah. Booyah. (laughs) I don't know if Deathstroke has a catchphrase. I don't think he does. If he does, I don't know it. Yeah, I don't either. But I've read very little of Deathlock. Same here. Uh, Like I said, he's kind of like a C-lister or below character, you know? Um, he, He popped up in a couple of books. I think he had a his own series for a very short run. It might've been an, even a mini series. Um, but for the most part, he shows up in like, you know, Marvel two and one, you know, or he'll pop up in somebody else's book. Oh, he's also fought with thing before too. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think I that was the two in one. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that was yeah. the two. One. Yeah. I'll have to get the, well, Steven's got to renew our, our, uh, subscription for marvel and Mm -hmm. once he does that (laughs) yeah yeah i mean he's got to renew his subscription that's right yeah (laughs) i don't don't borrow that at all no not at all 
it's not like not like we say on our show when we we have to watch something we always we don't use De- Derek's voodoo account at all right none of right, us have right. his password it's all uh just uh rumors and conjecture right yeah <laughs> you guys all go to his house and watch it no we we, we come here we come here <laughs> oh okay okay and like, like I said we we do not have Derek's right, right. password yeah. we do and not I, I do not have <laughs> Steven's password <laughs> Just like Steven does not have my password for DC. <laughs> See? Like I said, it's, it's, it's all research for the podcast. That's right. That's exactly it. It's mm-hmm. for the podcast. It's, it's the company account. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love how we get around this. this See that? Great. Loopholes. Loopholes. I should have been a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, you're a podcaster. That's right. That's right. I mean, you make so much more money as a podcaster. Than oh, more, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, well, speaking of that, speaking of not making much money. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can bring up you the can, sponsors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please go check out Audible. Um, Audible is a sponsor of Two Geeks and a Microphone. Thank you, Megan or Angie, whichever one of you that got that up there for me. Um, you can get an Audible trial. Um, and if you put in the two geeks afterwards, and that is two number, uh, spelled out two, not the number two, as we Um, always have to say on ours because we use the number, (laughs) right? Yeah, I always love that when you guys go, yeah, number number three, three. that's great. Uh, with us, normally it's the number two, but we can use the number two for audible, so Mm -hmm. um, yeah, go get your free audible trial, you can uh, get amazing. Uh, um, audiobooks. Uh, you can get Air to the Empire, which we just covered. Air to the Empire, and we actually use the auto audiobooks. Steven used his his Audible account for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get podcasts on Audible too, such That's as right. Geeks in a Microphone and I as Three Geeky yes, Dads. We are. Yes, we uh, are. So you can get either yeah. one of us over there. So, so check if you're that into out. podcasts, and if you're listening to us right now, you pretty much are. Head on over to Audible. You'll be able to find all of our shows. Excellent. Wow. Spoken like a real pro there. (laughs) (laughs) I can be hired out if you want me to do your intros and outros. (laughs) We we might look into that. We might have to look into that. Uh, Also, uh, just want to let everyone know that our website is back up and running. Steven has been working hard this past week Mm -hmm. on our our website. We had uh, been off for about three weeks, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can get back to us. You can get everything, all two geeks over there. Um, You can get to our Kofi page where if you want to throw us a couple of bucks and buy us a coffee on Kofi, that would be great. That all goes to uh, paying for my Lamborghini. I mean, uh, paying for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Action figures. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do have, I do have a three and three quarters Batman from nice. The new Flash. Movie. I thought he had a hole in him at first, but it's reflecting yeah. off of your green screen. Yeah, <laughs> you broke it already. Oh, no. Deathstroke, Deathstroke shot a hole through him. That's why we can't have nice things, Mike. Right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so yeah, um, if, if you can throw us a few bucks, we'd really appreciate that. It'd be amazing. And as always, go and like and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and subscribe to us on Facebook. I'm looking for that now. Mm-hmm. See, Stephen does most of this stuff, and then yeah. I get thrown off when I'm doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I always say on 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 our show, wherever podcasts are available, 
rate and review because that really helps out. Yes. Not please. only does it does it help the show, but it helps others to find the show when they're searching. So the most exactly. important thing is to rate and review. Word of mouth is always the best if you like the show. Um we on our uh, podcast love listening to you guys. We oh, tell our you. friends. Um, word of mouth is the best. Tell your friends if you like it. You know, go up onto the roof. You know, wake the wake the neighbors. You know, annoy your friends and family. <laughs> tell them to check out Two Geeks and a Microphone. It is oh, well well worth it. Thank you, Brian. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so. And last, of course, not least, make sure and check us out on YouTube. We are live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. That is Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. uh, you do the math on the rest. Yes, Brian, I am a Midwesterner. Yes, you uh, are. I do live in the flyover states <laughs> that you were afraid of. Uh-huh. Don't be afraid of us. Uh, no, 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 no. We are not afraid at all. It was all in all in jest, all in good fun. You know that. Uh, I know we love that. you guys, and I love the Midwest. So do I. I do too. Um, I'll tell you one one of my one of my things, and you can tell my wife. One of the things that I like to go down the rabbit hole on is uh, I look at videos of trains, like Amtrak, because um, I want to go cross country by train. Oh, cool! Yeah, cool. And, and Chicago is the major hub for Amtrak, and from there everything branches right. out. But you can get the train in either Boston or New York and and head to Chicago. And from there, you can go even further west. Oh, that would and, be neat. And I have looked at a ton of videos about doing this. And uh, one of these days, years, whatever, I'm going to pull the trigger and do it. Oh, man, yeah. you could do a whole, you know, a whole series. Brian travels by train. Well, I don't know if. I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. But I, if, if I'm if I'm out that way, I'm definitely going to look you guys up. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let me know. That'd be mm -hmm. awesome. All right. So, uh, oh, with that said, I have Mr. Brian Ramsey of the Three Geeky Dads. He is here with us today. And glad to be here. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate this. I, you know, the whole versus thing, um, that all came up, and, and I immediately thought of you because, mm -hmm. you know, you're a comic book fan like me. Mm -hmm. And I know you like to compare these characters and such. And um, actually, the, the, the uh, Deathlock and Cyborg. Um, whole idea came from you that was that was your brainchild there um but we got more in the works yeah so hopefully yeah, don't, if you guys, don't let it end there yeah if you guys like this we've got uh an epic speedster one coming up with the flash versus quicksilver and i'm i'm hoping mr brian ramsey can come back and join us for that i would love too. to i would love to just ask awesome. say the word yep. okay i'm asking I will clear my schedule all right excellent <laughs> Um, we'll put out the date for that a little, little bit later. Perfect. And uh, last but not least, Stephen and I will not be live next. Well, we'll be alive, but we just won't be live on YouTube. <laughs> well, I hope turned we'll into cyborgs as we speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully I'm cyborg and he's deathlock. Anyway. <laughs> it, it's Mecha Mike and Cyborg Steve. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's good. Uh, no, but next week we will not be live on YouTube. We will be showing um, one of our classic sci-fis from our Kofi only. Um, so you can check that out. If you like that, you can mm -hmm. get other uh, Kofi only specials on the Kofi site. So if you subscribe to us, but we will be doing Star Trek Wrath of Khan next week. <laughs> Khan had to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that oh movie. yeah absolutely 
That, that was right. awesome. Now that was the first one that you guys did, wasn't it? For for Kofi, was that your first exclusive? Um, no, remember. I- our first was uh, Logan's Run, actually. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. That, that, that was is, a Megan pick. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, it was influenced by me a little bit. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, but Megan actually bought the book. I remember uh, that. Yeah, I remember. Of, I remember hearing that. And because she was like, "Dad, is there a book of this?" I'm like, "I yeah. don't know." Oh, wow. It was she, a trilogy of books. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "I, I I'm sure it is." So mm-hmm. she went found the book and here and i have it right here it's by william f nolan and george clayton johnson um and she read the book and she she was she gives her uh breakdown of of the book versus the movie and Mm -hmm. yeah that was a really good one so um but that's only available on kofi so so make a donation check out yeah yeah, check out the exclusive content um and we got a uh a few other fun ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys touched on some of the some of the subjects. I was like, oh, I wanted to do that one for Kofi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, man, I don't know if I want to now. They no, did it. Do it. Do it. I'm sure you guys have your own, uh, you know, but, views and opinions. So I mean, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, don't do it just because we did it. You know, this, right. the, the, like I say, the podcasting uh, playing field is it, it's so crowded. I mean, you, you can't not oh. have crossovers and and whatnot. You know, well, everybody's talking about the same thing at the same time, especially and, and when I, like something hot comes out. You know, everybody oh, wants to jump on Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody wants to jump on the latest Star Wars, you know, like the Mandalorian, you know. So you've got you've got all kinds of stuff out there where people people oh, bring up the same thing. So don't be and, afraid. And speaking of that, we're going to be jumping on uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Too, so um, there is that. Um mm-hmm. And Steven and I are going to break down the Berserker comic series too. So nice. The Keanu Reeves series. Yes. Yeah. The Keanu yeah. Reeves. I was hearing, hearing you guys talk about that last week. Yeah. I've read yeah. Uh, the first four issues of it. Uh, of, of the six that are out, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, they're all, the, the whole series is done now. Oh, it's just uh, a mini series. Well, yeah. It's like a, I think it's an eight parter. Oh, okay. All Something right. Like that. Um, and, uh, but I, I hear that, they're probably going to do a second run or a second series of it. Mm-hmm. And rumor has it, they're working on a film too. So that would be cool. Dude, it's Keanu Reeves. You got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, it'll be amazing. So John, um, John wick is probably done for a while. So yeah. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he can take a break from John wick. Yeah. And he, can, he can be berserker and right. Right. And Constantine, uh, if that's still, uh, Oh yeah. Been. Well, I think Constantine too is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, well, we'll see with this writer's strike that, you know, how, well, that's how that affects true. everything because that, that's, that's, that's really putting a damper on things right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, with that said, anything, any last uh, um, words about Cyborg and Deathlock that you'd like to. Uh, just, not them in, in specifically, but in general, go out and support your local comic book shop. You know, these characters, uh, all of them are in probably in the back bins. Check them out. Uh, check out the new stuff. Support your local comic book shop because uh, there's chances are they're they're great guys and they're very knowledgeable. They'll they'll help you out if you're looking for something specific, and even if you're just looking for something in general, they'll point you in the way. Agreed. So, yeah, yeah. Check check them out. All, all, all these characters live there, so so please visit them. They're your friends. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Mister Brian. All right. With that said. Um, I guess over and out and 
Booyah! Booyah! <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 